Hi, I'm Shay, and you're listening to Board on the Air on CFCR, where we talk about board games and board game-related topics. Today, we have a special guest host, because Dave was not able to make it, so I'd like to introduce you all to my brother, Jordan. Hello. He will be with us today as we discuss our usual, what we've been playing, the news, and for our main topic tonight, app games, app versions of board games. So we've talked about this a little bit before. Jordan decided that this was something he'd be interested in discussing because he plays a lot more of them. Uh, So we're going to jump into it. First off, though, Jordan, would you please introduce yourself? Give us some facts. Tell us about some board games you like. So I am much more of a heavier gamer compared to Shay. So I like games that will take a little bit longer and do enjoy some three-hour games like uh, Twilight Imperium. Mm-hmm. But I would say my main three games that I like to go to would be Scythe, Roleplayer, or if I just want to do a quick game, uh, Space Base. Space Base is always a good one. We've talked about that one before. Um, so yeah, so you like the longer games, basically. Yeah. yeah, it's true. He will go and play all day at a board game thing, and I just I can't. <laughs> I, you guys know I can't do that. But it gives us a a nice, you know, differing opinion on games. Okay, so now that that's done, let's start with what we've been playing. Jordan, tell us the game or a game you have been playing or you played recently. I would say the game that I most enjoy playing recently would be uh, Spice Road New World. So it's the third one of the Spice Road trilogy. And it was a worker placement. And it was rather clever because you had four different towels in front of you tiles they were areas you could be with many different areas Mm -hmm. and like normal spice roads you have cards that give you your points but also little tiles that gave you bonus points for having certain symbols yeah and of course in some of the tiles you couldn't actually access them until you had certain actions taken so you have six workers off the start you can put one worker out at certain locations or two or three they'll tell you And when you take those actions, you'll get either the cubes that they say or trade the many cubes as you want. Or you can bump someone off by using one extra worker that you need. By doing that, you give them their workers back so they don't have to bring all their workers back. Gotcha. Uh, And then there's scoring. You can go into the top four aisles where you can get either a card, get a tile, which gives you bonus points or for certain things, or get both. So some of the bonus points are like have two of these for every two of these symbols you get three points, for every symbol you get two points, mm-hmm. or for every two workers you have you get a bonus point. Sweet. And some of the and the nice thing about the cards is unlike other games where they give you a lot of points but don't do anything after that, you get a decent amount of points. Like the highest I saw was ten, but you're also getting a benefit for later through the game. So, like, you can get a card that anytime you hit this symbol that has a meat on it, you get an additional red cube. Cool. That's awesome. Um, so, what did you think of the game? Like, d- In all honesty, we all had different strategies really going through it. I went to get all the people I could because you start off with six, but you have six on the side. Mm-hmm. And I was second just because the other guy managed to get one more set of something from the bonus tiles. Gotcha. So, it's balancing those two things out. Yeah. Was there anything about the game that you, like, didn't enjoy playing? Something you thought could have been cleaned up a little bit? Uh, not that I can think of. Maybe some rule clarifications for some of the cards. Because yeah. some of them let you use one less sky to go to certain areas that can stack. But then you have to do all the math in your head and it can gotcha. get a little bit confusing. So it would have been nice to have the iconography be a little clearer or the rules be a little bit clearer there. For those sort of, sort of yeah. situations, yeah. Awesome. 
Well, uh, I pulled my usual have not played a board game this week because I'm leaving on a trip and I was packing for it. But I thought I'd use this moment to remind you guys of some games that I've played before, I think I've talked about before, but that I really, really enjoyed. And for anybody new to the show, I think you guys should try out. Uh, the one that came to mind originally was actually Tiny Towns when I was mm. thinking about a game that like I'd really like to play again that we haven't played in just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Tiny Towns is a really interesting game. You have, I think it's a four by four or is it a five by five? Uh, it's a five by five. Five by five grid. And no, four by four. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so it's a four by four we're not grid. Crazy. <laughs> we're we're getting there. We got math. We got it. Um, four by four grid, and you have different shapes you can make. So different cards that are supposed to represent buildings, and those are showed by different colored tiles. Yeah. Uh, resources, I guess, is what they call them. Things like brick and stuff. They're basically colored wooden cubes. You get those cubes. You place them on your board. And depending on the design that you make, you get that building. And when you create that building, you lose all of those pieces and the building gets put in its place. And you get points based on what buildings you have and what powers that those buildings give yeah. you. And there's a variation of those buildings. Like every game can be a little bit different because you can get different versions, different shapes. The trick to this game is how you get the resources. So you're not getting them by you picking them necessarily you go around and each person says i want this color and then everybody has to take that color and find a spot to put it in as you go around so only on your turn do you get to you know pick a random color it's it's a neat way of playing because you never know what you're going to get and it's really fun to try and figure out where you can put something so you have multiple options you don't get stuck because if you if you fill up your board and you can't make anything, then you're done. You just yeah. the game ends, right? Yep. Um, I love this game. I love trying to figure out how to do things. I love trying to get the most points possible. Um, I think you really enjoyed this game as yeah, well, right? I would, yeah. I think all three of us enjoyed it. I think one thing to add about it is you also have the special tower that right. you have. Yeah. So you you have your tower that you can build. That's your own shape. Only you can use this and it can give you certain things such as like you can ignore a hidden, a missing space or something like or that. one in the first game we played, I did it. But then for the rest of the game, I couldn't select what cube on my right. turn. So that was something that happened. Like you get, I think, points for a having lot your of tower. But well, some points if, some for certain points. towers. Certain towers give you points. Exactly. And then other ones just give you powers and they can kind of screw you over sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um but it's a neat idea, and we all had a good time. Yeah. Uh, mom didn't enjoy no, it. No, mom just, did not. <laughs> but our mom doesn't really uh, like the abstract styles of games, and yeah. that's what this one is. There's a like, there is no set rule of what you can do. You never know what's going to happen, so it's really hard to come up with a strategy for it, other than loosey goosey. <laughs> Um, but I, I had a blast with oh, this yeah. game. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed the game, and I even got to try it single player one time. Oh, yeah? Oh, right. You yeah. did. How was that? So you have a deck of cards, and you have three out at a time, and you can pick which resource you want, but then you start getting a rotation going of resources, and you're trying to get as many points as you can. Cool. So you can also use these cards in the base game as everyone just picks a card on their turn, and that's what everyone gets. So it's uh, randomized. Okay. That's cool. That I forgot that you had tried the solo player out. Solo player games, I haven't played any yet. I keep meaning to when I'm alone, like, yeah. try a solo, pl solo player game. Uh, and then I'm like, nah, video game or nah, sleep. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I play the most solo player games yeah, in my family. Yeah, I think so. Not uh, including the electronic ones. Yes, of course. The Most of us play those separately, although you can play them as a team. Uh, mm. Have you played any other games this week, Jordan? Yes, I would say 
another one I played was Minara on Friday. Right. You're telling me about the tower. I think Dave <laughs> has talked about, uh, our dad has talked about this game before, but give us a quick refresher on it. So Minara, you start off with a base of three tiles and you're trying to build it up to a certain level and end the game. How you end the game is either running out of pegs, running out of tiles, or running out of cards. So you have three different decks, medium, hard, or easy, and you're building up your tower, doing these cards by saying you have to put this many pegs out, you have to fill up a tile, and as you fill up a tile, you have to put a new tower on. Right. We got ours up to eight levels and would have won, but we accidentally touched it as we were tr figuring out our plan and topple it over. <laughs> yes. I like to refer to this as reverse Jenga. Uh, I still haven't had a chance to play it. I do. I do. That is on my list of games that I want to try because it sounds hilarious. Oh, yeah. But I just every time you guys have played it, I haven't been there. <laughs> so awesome. Well, I think that's it for what we've been playing and uh, games I want to play again. Yep. Uh, next time, I promise you I will have a board game to talk about. Uh, or at least I will have a game I haven't talked about on the show before. She won't. <laughs> <laughs> I will try. So you are listening to Board on the Air on CFCR. We are going to jump into the news now. And uh, bear with me here. I know Dave usually does the news. I am going to do my best to fill in for his award-winning presentation. Yet to be award-winning presentation, as I like to say. Debatable. Debatable. <laughs> he, he insists it, it's only a matter of time. Okay, so... First off, we got IDW is putting out a comic based on Rising Sun. Uh, it's going to be drawn by Ron Mars and David Rodriguez. This is a game I think Dad really enjoys. I enjoy it. Yeah, Dad hasn't really tried like it yet. Oh, okay, you like this game. Basically, yeah. it's an area control. You're putting people out, buying bigger monsters to give you yeah. benefits and cards. And each faction has their own ability. So yeah. it's pretty neat. I think the idea from what I saw briefly on the, the comic, they haven't announced a lot, but it's going to be three mini books uh, and it's going to be following the team basically as they go through uh, fighting monsters. So it, hmm. as with any board game based thing, like, I mean, we've all, all I mean, if anybody watched it, uh, <laughs> Battleship movie, uh, it's very loosely based off of the board game. <laughs> yeah, they're they fighting aliens, not in the actual board game. There's no aliens. There's no aliens? In the board game. Oh, okay. But you said monsters. I know. I'm talking about Battleship. Oh, Battleship. I never watched it. I refuse to watch that No, movie, I've seen so. commercials and you see aliens. Oh, right. That's I, not Battleship. I tried to put it out of my brain. <laughs> I didn't want to think about it. Okay. Hasbro's announced that by 2022, they want to phase out all plastic in their board games. So that's everything from the baggies to the shrink wrap to the pieces. Uh, so they're, you know, trying to be more eco-friendly. They're going to yep. use uh, toy recycling, I believe, is a plan hmm. of theirs. And yeah, just different plant-based products to make it more eco-friendly. Because we all know the amount of plastic that comes out of board games. <laughs> it is ridiculous sometimes. Though you uh, look at some games and you just see the stack of paper also. Well, it's true. You see the cardboard. But the nice thing about cardboard, it can be recycled, right? True. So there's, there's that hit and miss. Either way, you're using a lot of a product. But having something that you're able to recycle and reuse... I think is a, a nice option to have. Um, new party game announced by Draw Lab. Uh, it's going to be called Alice in Wonderland. This is a what I like to call a taboo game. So the idea of it is you go around. Uh, it's up to eight players. Each person goes around and says a word related to a category. Um, so like things to have at tea, right? So we'd go around and say that. But their story is the uh, evil Queen of Hearts has decided there are letters that you cannot say. And so there, it sounds like there's going to be cards, three cards you flip up with a letter on them, and you have to say words that do not have those letters, oh and you only boy. have 15 seconds to come up with one. I see another, I cannot say I. 
<laughs> I cannot say I. That's hilarious. That was such a good moment for you. That was awesome. Um, it is, oh boy, let me try and pronounce this guy's last name. Chris Darsuclis. Darsuclis. It's terrible handwriting. You're not going to be able to see it, Jordan. Mm. <laughs> Darsuclis, I believe is how you say it. He created When I Dream, and also it'll be Spiros Coronis. Uh, not much on him, but you played When I Dream. Or I haven't played it. Dream. I've seen it. So When I've Dream is a party game where one person will wear a mask and everyone else will get a roll card. Mm -hmm. They're trying to get the person to say either cards correctly or wrong or be balanced. So some people want more good, correct cards. So you're trying to be like, oh, yeah, it's correct. It's this. It's this. Yeah. And the other team's being like, oh, no, you don't want to say it correct. So they're just doing random gotcha. things to throw you off. So it's kind of like Bang, where you have the uh, the characters who yeah. are either trying to kill all the guys or save the guys, but you don't know who's who. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Um, Moving on, Lucky Duck Games. They're coming out with Paranormal Detectives. So this has basically been described as taking Mysterium up a notch. Uh, the idea is you're tr you, one person is a ghost. V Ooh. Very, very obvious for Mysterium <laughs> right there. And you're trying to figure out who did it, who killed him, uh, what their motive was, where it happened, how it happened, and what the weapon was. So to me, it feels like a mix-up of Mysterium and Clue. So basically, they're adding another thing to Mysterium. Another thing to Mysterium or another thing to Clue, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. Um, the trick here is, and it sounded pretty interesting, is they're each it's an asymmetric game. So each character seems to have a different way they can get clues from the ghost. Oh. So things like mouthing a word or things like cards. So there's different ways that you get those clues. And the goal is if one detective, if only one detective figures out all five things, then everybody wins and so does the ghost. If nobody wins or nobody figures it all out, and I believe there's a time limit there, then the person who has figured out the most things wins and it's just them. Uh, so it looks like a neat game. What if there's two people who win? Well, they don't even announce the rule book, Jordan. It's, I believe it's a uh, spiel game that is uh, gonna, is a pre-release. Ah. Pre so we'll find out more when that one gets out and we get some demos of it. Uh, I think it looks really cool. I'd be interested in playing it because Mysterium's yeah. one of our favorite uh, party games. Oh, yeah. And I think this sounds like it could be a step up, but also maybe a little easier because only one person has to get all of the things. Oh, yeah. You don't have to rely on really weird abstract cards. Or getting to the end and then everyone being like, uh... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Z-Man Games has come up with a new system to describe their games. It's called the Pandemic System. We've talked about Pandemic on the game before, on the show before. Uh, it's a cooperative game where you're trying to stop a virus, stop a couple viruses from spreading around the world. Yeah. Uh, they're using the the words Pandemic System to describe games that use that system that is found in the Pandemic games. So not. You know, it's not a pandemic, like, legacy game and stuff like that. It's just a way to describe how their game works. Yeah. Which I think is kind of cool because then you can... It's it's a good way of seeing on the board really quickly what style of game it's going to be, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I like anything that helps you classify mm. games a little easier. Yep. Maybe you guys could do a special on that next week. <laughs> well, again, we have to wait. This is another thing that was just announced. Um, a lot of things are coming out with the uh, Egon Spiel uh, yeah, happening soon. We're still waiting on that. That news day is going to be great. Uh, let's see what else I got here. Uh, those of you who are nostalgic, there are a, there is a Contra and Bomberman board game. Uh, not, not, not them together, separate games that are in planning. So any of you who like the old style video games, Dave, Dave Dad would love this. Oh, yeah. uh, I wish he was here. 
Uh, Blacklist and Kesco are doing the Contra game. It looks like it's going to be a cooperative game. And IDW are do are doing the Bomberman game. Not much announced on that, but this would be nope. s- the second board game announced for IDW uh, based on a video game. They're also doing the Metal Gear Solid video game. Cool. So I kind of I'd be interested to see how they do it because Bomberman could be a very good real time game. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because it's interesting because Bomberman, like, I haven't played it for a while. I used to play on the DS all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, trying to... You, the basic idea is you're trying to drop the bombs and not hit those bombs, right? Yeah, you're trying to kill the other person with bombs. Yeah. So it's like, it'll be interesting to see if it's kind of like an escape style where you're all going at once uh, or whether you have turns. Yeah. Um, that'll be cool to see. Anybody... Yeah, you know what? Just a little bit of nostalgia to throw <laughs> in there. Um, right in the childhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Front Jordan, you're really excited about this one. Their Frontiers expansion is available on the app for Star Realms. Oh, yeah. So this is an expansion that does already exist in board game yep. form, but they've now made it available online. Yes. Uh, so that's cool. What's the Frontiers... Or give us a lowdown on the Frontiers expansion. Basically, it's going to change up the decks a little bit. They add more cards to them mm-hmm. of each faction. And then I think that's basically it. They have more... More decks, okay. Because that's most of their expansions. They add different cards to get right. different ways to play. Yeah. Because you get to the, you had the base Star Realms, and you play it enough times, you sort of know what cards yeah. you want. When you throw in those new ones, you get to have some fun with it. I think this is one that Dad's talked about, where they just have so many expansions for it because oh, it's yes. a deck builder. Um, but that's kind of cool. You know, it's nice to see the expansions making I, their way online. Yep. Um, you still do have to pay for it. But yes. it would be cool to have if you are somebody who likes to play this game a lot, which you are. Yes. It, I, I'll explain Star Realms a little bit yes, more. Yes, we are going to talk about that one in our main topic here. Last thing on the news, uh, Rainer Stockhausen has, has announced Orleon Stories. So we've talked about Orleans before. It is a bag building game where you have uh, things on your board. You are using different colored tokens uh, who are supposed to be different characters to do different tasks. That way you can get points uh, and you're also buying other res- other characters to go into your bag so you can do more things. Yeah. Uh, fun game. I really mm-hmm. enjoy this one. I like bag builders. They're a lot of fun. This one creates a storytelling experience. It's not a legacy game. They're very clear on that. They're like, not legacy, completely replayable. You don't have to worry about uh, altering anything to make it permanent. Um, but you play through different, it sounds like in their three stories they give you, you play through different eras and there are tasks and things you have to do in each of those eras. And you're kind of creating that. It feels like you're creating that story or playing through a story as you go along. So it's a scenario based. It's a scenario, kind of a scenario based. You think it's cooperative or is it solo mostly? Um, it sounds like from what I briefly read, it seems to be a maybe semi-cooperative or one like again this is another spiel like preview that they're just kind of like here's the game we'll find out more about it later uh but it seems to be you're playing solo but kind of together you know you're in a team but but you're still trying to win points yeah uh i think it'll be really cool um and then you know i'm interested in playing it i like theme games we've talked about this before i love theme games you're gonna play through it we cannot let you read any of the stories there is a book (laughs) and you are not touching it if we ever play this game because you will skip through it just like you did in um oh what's the legacy game charter stone charter stone that was so (laughs) annoying um I'm not the biggest you are, theme You are person. not the biggest theme. We talked about you in our theme game, and I'm like, and Jordan didn't read any of the book, and it drove me nuts. I actually lied. Sorry. Uh, I have one more thing on my oh. list of news. Uh, Clank Legacy has been announced. 
I thought that was already. Is that announced. already announced? Yeah. I can't remember if we've talked about it before, but I fa- thought it was You might not really... have talked about it, yeah. but I've known about it for a little bit. Okay, so Clank Clank Legacy has been announced. Uh, it is exactly what it sounds like. It's Clank, uh, similar to Clank in space, or the base Clank game, but you are altering the dungeon as you crawl through it. Uh, and then you're finished, and you have a game that you can play on, like a l- regular Clank so game. So it's basically a Clank Charterstone. Well, that's like any legacy. You're you're exploring the dungeon. You're altering it as you go. I think it's more like Gloomhaven. Some legacies um, can't be replayed as much. Yeah. So. This one says that when you finish it, you can continue playing afterwards, but you are building up the board as you go. Yeah. So that's why I say it's like Charterstone. Yeah. I think it'll be cool. I mean, we love Clank in Space, <laughs> so I assume Clank would be just as fun. Most of us like Clank in Space. Uh, most of us like Clank in Space. Again, not everything's for everyone. All right, you are listening to Board on the Air on CFCR. I am Shay, and this is Jordan. We are going to jump into our main topic of the day, which is app games or games that are on, like, your iPad that you can also play in real life. Yep. Which, (laughs) if you got that explanation. We've talked about app games before, but we wanted to kind of dive into it a little bit more here and talk about a little more about what we like about them, uh, what we don't like about them, and then also like what games there are out yeah. there. Because I've mentioned a couple, but not too many. And just to clarify, these are not games that you can play in real life and then have the app supporting. They're yes. just straight up on the there, app. There's many games out there that have apps that you can do the scoring for you that make life a little easier. Games that have the music on them. This one is actually where the full game is in an app form. Yeah. So start us off, Jordan. Okay. So... The game I'm going to start off with is Star Realms. So it's a deck builder, not cooperative, competitive. (laughs) (laughs) Not a cooperative game. So basically, each of you have your starting hand, like most deck builders. And then you have a common market in front of you. Mm -hmm. Except that market is always changing. Because when you buy a card, a new card from the deck is flipped. Not you have set piles of stuff. So you don't know what's going to show up. The reason I like it as the electronic game is because I can play it by myself without having to find someone else to do it because I know mom isn't the biggest fan of symbology Mm -hmm. deck builders or deck builders in general gotcha dad enjoys it but he doesn't quite get the how everything mixes quite Mm yet I've never tried this game so yeah (laughs) so I like it also because it can go through some of the more obscure things that might happen like combos that might work or if you can do this or if you activate this, it has to happen. <laughs> gotcha. So what about the, like, is there anything about the game that kind of annoys you on the app version? Because like we've talked about, or I've mentioned before that certain games have much better, like teaching the games on the app. Uh, do you think this one would be hard to kind of figure out if you haven't played the game before? They actually have a pretty good how to play it mm-hmm. tutorial stuff. But I feel like you're going to want to play it a few times before you go into their campaign area because it's really difficult. Gotcha. Yeah, that's probably my biggest issue with app games is just like how they teach you the game. So I was mentioning like Patchwork I've talked about. Uh, I got to, I haven't played this one in real life, actually. I just played on the app. I think it's adorable. They have a really good tutorial on how to play the game and how to learn the game. Uh, but even that kind of misses some of the points. And Ticket to Ride, I played the uh, Pennsylvania uh expansion basically not expansion game board uh board on there and it added a new thing in there and they really didn't explain what these things were to me so i kind of had to figure it out on my own you're talking about the 
shares? Yeah, the shares. So the, they added the shares in, and then I had to kind of figure out how the things worked, <laughs> um, which wasn't awesome. But a new game, well, a, not a new game, uh, a game I haven't talked about on the app before would be Pandemic. This is one that Mum actually plays constantly on the iPad. Pandemic is the cooperative game where you're trying to heal the viruses. And the nice thing about the um, app version of that game is that you can... It, well, there's no alpha gamer aspect to it, right? Like the, the app version... Well, think about the app version solo player, right? Like you can do what you want you with the game. You can do pass game. and play, but... Exactly. So it's a, a little bit easier to play. Um, it, it's also a gorgeous game online. Like they did a good production yeah. of it. I haven't played it too much. Have you played it on the app at all? I've played it once or twice. Yeah. It's interesting to play it by yourself because you have to play every, all four yeah, characters. Exactly. But you've never had any issues with that even in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Though it is fun to try and play M Pandemic with mom now because she has her strategies that she knows. Yeah, how it works. <laughs> and that's the issue is once you get really good at it, you kind of don't want to go back to the board game. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. What else have I played? I did Catan on the phone before. And we've we had a whole <laughs> show about Catan and what you think of it. But it's such an easy game. I played it on the phone, which was really interesting because I haven't played it in so long. And you go on there and they're like, okay, do these things. And I'm kind of like, what are you talking about? Yep. I actually won it on the phone. <laughs> nice. But it, the thing that's kind of neat about it is playing with multiple people, right? You can, you pass the phone around to see if they want to trade with you and stuff like that, which is kind of yeah. cool. Neat. Um, and that's something that, like, what do you think about playing app games with multiple people? Uh it depends on how they make it so you can play together. Like, yeah. you can play multiple people in Star Realms, yep. but you have to be connected online and play it oh, that okay. way. So you each have your own deck. So there's no pass and play. There is also pass and play, okay. but if there's a competitive aspect where you can be ranked and that sort of stuff. Gotcha. See, I'm talking more about, like, the pass and play aspect of things. So, like, Ticket to Ride, we've played in the car before, mm. right? Where we've yeah. played, where you just hand it to a player on their next turn. Yeah, it, it could be... I don't mind it. It can be a little bit annoying when it's like, oh, I got to pass it to that guy all the way down that bus. <laughs> it's true. If you're playing it on a big <laughs> enough pile of people. But I do like it, like the app games because you can play a board game on the road without having to worry about losing any pieces, right? Like yeah. it brings that gaming aspect to traveling a lot easier than trying to take care of your board games. And it's also lighter yep. if you can just take an iPad with you. <laughs> yep. Um, is there any other other app games that you really like? I would toss say in here? there's three more I would like to talk about. Sure, go ahead. One will be Gonchon Clever, or That's Very Clever, which is a dice game where you're rolling six dice and you're trying to match the colors and numbers to get points. Is that the card one? No. Okay. So it's a game that mom has been playing a lot more recently. So gotcha. you have the dice, you can select which dice, how it goes, which is really good on the app because it really mm -hmm. gets through all those rules without you having to be like, <laughs> I don't know what this is or how this works. Gotcha. And then another one I would like to talk about is going to be Lords of Waterdeep. Right. It's a fun worker placement. You have Dungeons and Dragons theme mixed in with it. You can get the expansion for it also, mm -hmm. which mom really enjoys the expansion. And she really enjoys it because you don't have to be like, get everyone together because she feels like we don't like to play her games right of course but like is it a good transition the game is pretty similar to the actual board game. oh yeah it's really similar you can sort of see how it feels better and get your strategies planned out over 
just playing it and oh this happened yeah <laughs> that's the thing is i do find if it has a good enough explanation an app game is a great way to try a game out um because there are some that i think are free some that give yeah. you, you know a good explanation there most uh, of them will cost a little bit most of them get. will cost a little bit but it's cheaper than a board game right yeah. five dollars for an, or ten dollars for an app is cheaper than a 60 dollar board game yep plus which, it saves space <laughs> plus it saves space exactly and, all right oh we're done <laughs> well, if he wants to keep talking. Unfortunately, we have run out of time today. Uh, I would like to mention we finally got a bunch of our episodes up on our podcast, uh, available on pretty much every podcast website. So feel free if you want to listen to some of our older shows, jump on there and we have them all listed. Thank you, Jordan, for joining us today and being my guest host because Dave couldn't make it. You have been <laughs> fantastic and maybe we'll have you back on here some other day. But for now, you have been listening to Board on the Air on CFCR. Have a good week.